The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. MLB DFS Quick Hits for Tuesday, August 21st edition. We have a loaded 15 game slate on tap with a lot of weather concerns, a lot going on tonight. So we will make it happen for you. Before we do, let me talk to you about draft. If you're playing fantasy best ball for football, you got to go to draft. It's that simple. It is a blast. The best way to play best ball out there. Plus, they have baseball, golf, they'll have football for the season, basketball, hockey, you name it, they have it. Tons and tons of fun, snake-style drafting, just the way you like it. And if you're new to draft, use promo code SD Sports When you check out, you get a free entry into a free $3 tournament of your choice. And it can be a best ball. Just get your feet wet. A little $3 best ball tournament through draft. Use promo code SD Sports. Also, give us a rating and review on iTunes. We'd much, much appreciate it. Or wherever you listen to the podcast, but preferably iTunes. And all of the SD Sports podcasts, all the, the ones that were popping out at this moment, because they have to be going at this moment, the... Uh, Two-point conversion pod will be coming out. Uh, we'll make well, our first episode this week, and eventually this will come out as well, but uh, they're all on iHeartRadio now as well. So wherever you listen, it's pretty much going to be there. We're working on the other platforms, but it's on seven or eight locations for you now. So go check it all out. Now let's get into this 15-game slate. Like I said, weather concerns. Philadelphia, Washington, you know, 30 to 40% chance of rain. Blow, winds blowing out to the left. Atlanta, Pittsburgh, a lot of good rain there. Chicago, Detroit, uh, it should taper off and the wind blows out to the left at 13 miles an hour. Uh, Giants and the Mets, wind blowing out to the left at 13 miles an hour. Rain coming in late, so they might get, they should get that game in. Uh, Minnesota and the White Sox, about 35% chances of rain, wind blowing out to right field. San Diego, Colorado, and Coors, 40% chances of rain, wind is blowing in at 11 miles an hour. So some of those games are places we really like pitching tonight, so we're going to have to pick and choose our battles and let's talk about that pitching. We kick it off with our totals real quick before we do the pitching. Braves at Pirates, total of 8. Phillies at Nationals, 8.5. Orioles at Blue Jays, 9. Cubs at Tigers, 9. Indians at Red Sox, 9.5. Royals at Rays, only 7. Yankees at Marlins, 8. Waiting on the Giants and the Mets as they have Stratton versus Mets. Kind of some spot starting going on there. Reds at Brew Crew, 9. Twins at White Sox, 8.5. Michael Kopech, debut time. Padres at Rockies and Coors, 10.5. Angels, D-backs, 8.5. Rangers, A's, 8.5. And, 
Astros, Mariners, eight as Brad Peacock getting the spot start there for the Astros. And then Cardinals, Dodgers, eight. Uh, so, you know, pretty decent. Not a lot of eight and a half and above, but nothing too crazy. A couple nine and a halfs and above as well. Now, that pitching we were talking about, you have a four guys over $10,000. There's five guys over $9,000. We'll group all those together. Patrick Corbin leads the way at 11-9 at home against Los Angeles Angels at Anaheim. A team that strikes out 20.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. I just can't bring myself to pay that much for Patrick Corbin. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. That's just not how it's going to happen. But the next guy I could definitely give a look to if you're going all the way to the top. Blake Snell, 11-5 at home against the Kansas City Royals. Blake Snell has just been absolutely outstanding, especially at home. At home this year, Blake Snell has a 0.97 ERA. A 0.90 whip. Almost a K per nine at home. Averaging 24 draftings points per start. His last two starts were on the road. 25.5 at the Yankees. 27.3 at the Toronto Blue Jays. He's been electric. He is having an amazing season. Uh, just absolutely outstanding. And he's facing the Royals team. that strikes out t- over 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. He's a minus 240 home favorite. The Tampa Bay Rays are a minus 240 home favorite. Just let just wrap your head around the matchup situation that Blake Snell is in right now. It's about as, as juicy as it can be. And in baseball, anything can happen. This could be his worst start of his whole career. It just shit happens. But he is in a phenomenal spot if you're going to pay up. They have the lowest team total on the slate. The Royals team total is 2.4. 2.4. That's Kershaw-esque. Uh, lefties 260, righties 301 versus Blake Snell. And the Royals are one of the worst in baseball against left-handed pitching, a 289 Woba and a 119 ISO. So Blake Snell, if you are paying up, is in a phenomenal spot. Problem is, if you pay 11-5, you better get me at least 25 points, preferably get me close to that 30 threshold that uh, Zachy Wheeler got us yesterday for sub-10K. Blake Snell's got to be outstanding, and he's in an outstanding spot. So I get it. Cash games, I go there. I go to Blake Snell. GPPs, I like it. Like, even last night, Garrett Cole at 13-3 was 10% owned. Yeah, he didn't pitch great, but in that matchup, at 10% owned, that's outstanding. You, you, you dream of stuff like that. Uh, Blake Snell at 11-5, really, really good spot. You got Jose Barrios uh, at the Chicago White Sox, 10-9. It's a great matchup. We love to target the White Sox. Yada, yada, yada. You've heard it all. He's much better at home than on the road this year. He has faced the White Sox three times, though, in 22 innings, six earned, 23 Ks, averaging 29 DraftKings points per start. So if you want to go Barrios at 10-9, zero problems with that. The other guy I'm looking at up here is Masahiro Tanaka. 10-2 at the Miami Marlins. Great park shift to Miami from the Bronx. Uh, he's got a 3.86 ERA at home compared to 4.27 on the or <coughs> excuse me, 3.86 on the road compared to 4.27 at home. Coming off a 16.1 point performance against Tampa Bay. He got beat up against Texas, but then 22-3 at Boston, 29-9 against Baltimore. 44.9 at Tampa, 16-1 at Cleveland. So he's been very, very good. 10-2 at the Marlins. You're talking about a team that strikes out 22.5% of the time versus uh, right-handed pitching. The Yankees are minus 200 road favorites, which is outstanding. Tanaka's got the ground ball rate of about 47%, K rate of about 25%. The Marlins have the second lowest team total on the slate at 3.2. Uh, and the, and the, the Marlins, 294 Woba, 123 ISO versus right-handed pitching. You know, that lefty called Justin Bohr is not there anymore. That really helps a ton. Uh, Tanaka's in a great spot at 10-2. If you don't want to pay 11-5 to Snell and you're not comfortable with Barrios, I love Tanaka at 10-2. Uh, save some cash and make it happen. So 
that's where I'm looking at the 9K and above. When you drop below 9K, now it gets a little, little dicey. Uh, we got Kyle Hendricks at 8600 bucks at the Detroit Tigers. Uh, we've seen Hendricks be outstanding. We've seen Hendricks be tilting. He's faced the Tigers once this year, five innings, seven hits, three or two Ks for 4.5 DraftKings points. He's coming off a 20.1 point performance against Milwaukee, 14-1 against Washington, 18-6 against San Diego, 29-4 at St. Louis, 15-9, and then a 5.9, then a 14-3, 31-2. So if you look back eight starts, he's got basically 15 or more in seven of those eight. Honestly, if you're looking at tonight's slate with the weather concerns and the other pitching options, if you can give me a floor of 15 with a ceiling of like 25 to 28, I'm kind of intrigued by this. The Detroit Tigers strike out over 22% of the time. Their offense seems to get worse and worse as the year goes on, as they're trying out more and more youngsters. Hendricks still has that 47% ground ball rate and a great hard contact rate of only 30%. I think this is a really good spot. I know he did struggle. And the thing with Hendricks, when he's not locating and he's walking guys, it is an issue. This is an issue we've seen a ton. The Tigers have a team total a little above four. Lefties 312, righties 334. But again, this Tigers offense is bad. We talked about the Marlins having a 294 Woba and a 123 ISO versus righties. Well, the Tigers have a 289 Woba and a 134 ISO. They're just as bad, if not worse, in certain areas. Um, they strike out just as often as the Miami Marlins. Uh, it's a really good spot here for Hendricks. Like, if you look at the peripherals and if you put the stats side by side without the price tags, without the names, Hendricks and Tanaka come out to almost their, their matchups. I mean, their matchups are almost identical. Almost. So there's a lot to like here with Hendricks at 8,600. If you like, if you can get behind Tanaka, you can get behind Hendricks as well at 8,600 bucks. Now in the 7K range where it gets very, very exciting. Everyone's going to want to play him. This guy should be 99% owned is what people are going to tell you. And I think he's a great play. I think he's a great play. I'm just afraid of a chalky Kopech. That's all I'm saying. Michael Kopech, 7600 bucks, making his major league debut. And he has been outstanding. Outstanding. He still has a little bit of the walk problems. It's calmed down over his last you know, handful of starts or whatever. But he still strikes out the world. Uh, since he kind of got his, his control issues under control, he's striking out like 35-plus percent. It's, he's got Scherzer-esque strikeout numbers of late. The, the walks are still an issue, like I said, with Kopech. But it's a Minnesota team that strikes out over 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Very, very interesting matchup here against Kopech. But uh, it's going to be popular. I don't know if I'm going to pay 76 for it. We had uh, Gonzalez last night at 54. He didn't come through, but that's a cheap rookie. And we were all over Bryce Wilson. When that got announced, the Slack chat was popping. Guys were sitting there throwing in stats of how he's been in AAA his last few starts. And we were all over it. I was shocked his ownership was so low, to be honest. $4,000, we jumped on that like a fat kid on a cupcake. It was outstanding. So um, another reason to come join the Slack chat. Some days it's popping, some days it's not. But when it is, it's really, really valuable. Really, really good. we got a couple guys on some heaters in there right now. So hopefully the big one's coming. Uh, but Kopech at 76, very, very intriguing. Can't t- I'm not going to tell you not to play him. The guy's outstanding. He's electric. He's facing a Twins team. But uh, be careful with the ownership on that one. 15-game slate, it should be spread out quite a bit, but I still think there's going to be a lot of people that want to play with the shiny new toy. At the bottom of the 7Ks, we got Kevin Gossman back tonight. He got scratched, moved to tonight. Bryce Wilson, like I said, pitched last night. So Gossman at 71. We talked all about him yesterday. In a good spot versus Pittsburgh. You know, Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a ton, just a little less than 20%. But for 7100 bucks, good spot there for Gossman. The other guy I do like here at 7000 only in a GPP, because we talk about it all the time. He's got like 30-plus point upside, but he's also got that, oh, crap, I'm going to crush you. It's Vince Velasquez. He's faced uh, 
Washington twice this year. He's averaging 12 points per start. Again, he's only 7,000 tonight. We're used to paying a little more for Vinny V. But his last two starts, minus 2.2 against Boston, minus 0.4 at Arizona. Dominated the Marlins for 30-plus points. Struggled at Cincy. Dodgers struggled, but then crushed the Do- uh, Padres, crushed the Mets. It's just it's, it's a roller coaster ride with Velasquez. If you don't want to go there, I get it. There's options below. But at 7K, Vinny could be in play. So Washington's offense, very, very up and down these days. Not the most consistent thing in the world. Now we go sub-7K where it gets a lot of fun. I really, really hope it doesn't rain in Coors Field or the game doesn't get canceled and pitching's fine because I want to play Tyler Anderson oh so bad. Oh, oh so bad. He's averaging 15-plus points per game in Coors. He has a 3-4-7 ERA at Coors compared to a 5-3-7 ERA on the road. Against the Padres this year, he uh, faced them four times, three starts. He's averaging 13 points in appearance against them. He's coming off a bad start at Houston, but his home starts against the Dodgers, 20.5. His last home start, Houston, 18-9. Seattle, 17-9. Arizona, 23-3. Giants, 37-6. Miami, 16-1. He pitches outstanding at home, and no one wants to play a Coors Field pitcher. And I get it. There's always the risk in Coors Field. You're talking about a Padres team that strikes out 24% of the time against left-handed pitching. He's got a 22-plus percent K rate, over an 11% swinging strike rate, 39% ground ball rate, only a 32% hard contact rate in Coors Field. He is outstanding in this ballpark. Uh, you got a Padres team with a 4-6-5 total. It's like ninth best on the slate. Lefties are hitting 301, righties only 300 versus Tyler Anderson. Padres, Padres have a 302 OBA and a 166 ISO average at best. I love Tyler Anderson today. I get it if you don't want to play a Rockies picture. Totally get it. But I think it's a phenomenal play in this matchup. A guy that you can pivot to right below that at 6800 bucks is Sam Gaviglio of the Toronto Blue Jays at home against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, he's faced Baltimore once this year. Seven and two-thirds, seven hits, four earned, but eight Ks for 19.9 DraftKings points. He has an 8.36 ERA on the road, but at home, 2.7. Really fine in that comfort zone over a K per inning on average at home as well. So really, really getting it done at home. His last home start against Tampa, 20.4 DraftKings points. Uh, Minnesota, 7.9. Baltimore, 19.9. Yankees, even 15.6. Detroit, 15.6. So Gaviglio at 6,800 bucks is in a really, really good spot here. I guess the Baltimore team that strikes out almost 24% of the time. I don't hate this play at all. I think it's a very good look for you. Uh, Baltimore's team total is a little above four. Lefties do hit 390. Righties, 311. Uh, they have a 308 Wobo, 169 ISO. Average at best, again, versus uh, right-handed pitching. So, Gaviglio at 68. If you don't want to go Anderson, it's fine. I might go a Gaviglio-Anderson combo tonight and get all Z-bats I want because Robbie Erlin is pitching in Coors, and I want all the Arenado and all the story and just give me, give me, give me those Rockies tonight. After Gaviglio, you could go to Steven Matz at 62. Matz has been horrible, absolutely horrible, but the Giants are pretty bad as well. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I'm not going to dig too deep into it besides the fact that uh, the Giants strike out over 21% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Um, they have a team total of – we're waiting on that one. But lefties 299, righties 331 versus uh, Matz. And the Giants have a 298 Woban and a 130 ISO versus lefties, which is really, really, really bad. So if you want to roll the dice on Matz and hopefully he gets one together at 62 – he is a GPP play. The other one I like a lot down here. Like, I might go Gaviglio with this guy if I'm worried about weather and Coors. Is Brett Anderson at 5700 bucks at home against the Texas Rangers. Yes, Brett Anderson can suck hard at times. He's faced Texas once, six innings, two earned six Ks for 20.7 points. He's been a lot better of late. 
18. Did have a 2.1 at Coors, so he's kind of crossed Coors out. So 18-3, 12.9, 18-20.7, hiccup at the Giants, but then 18-3, uh, really good looks there as of late as he's slowly getting it together. It is a Texas team. Got shut down last night by Michael Fires, as expected. Uh, and they strike out over 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching. Brent Anderson is $5,700. And I know still this whole pricing and uh, money line algorithm thing is kind of confusing to some. But usually the, the lower-priced guys are dogs or low favorites. He's a minus 200 favorite. Minus 200, which is pretty damn good. A ground ball rate of 54%. Uh, the walks doesn't walk many at all. Strikeouts are always very inconsistent with him, which is always the bugaboo. But it's a Texas team with a 3.5 team total. Fifth, tied for fifth lowest on the slate. Uh, definitely someone to look at there at 5700 bucks with Brett Anderson. So recapping your pitching, it is a loaded 15-game slate. I think Blake Snell is a great option up top. If you want to go Barrios against the White, so- White Sox and play that angle, I get it. But Tanaka at 10-2 probably gives you the best value, bang, bang for your buck, above $10,000. Yeah, Kyle Hendricks by himself in, a, in the $8,000 range. Very good look there again. If you just blind resume uh, the Tigers and the Marlins, Tanaka and Hendricks opponents, very, very similar. Then you got Michael Kopech show at $7,600. Everyone's going to want to play that one, and I get it. Great spot. you got Gossman and Velasquez. A 7K range is a little bit of wishy-wash. So it's uh, not the sexiest set of plays there. But then you go below, you got Tyler Anderson. Great spot at home against uh, the Padres, $6,900. Caviglio dominated the Orioles before. Orioles are just a mess, an absolute mess right now. $6,800 for Caviglio. Steven Matz, if you want to get weird. And then Brett Anderson at $5,700. So, so many options on the slate. This Slates like this is why you come to the Slack chat. Because there's a lot of things. Ask your questions. Get it in that way. Now, let's get into the bats on this massive 15-game slate. Let's kick it off with the catcher's position for you. You know, Wilson Ramos for Tannis Roar, maybe at 43. Don't hate it. But I got Tucker Barnard at 41. I can dig that one quite a bit. Buster Posey at 4K for Steven Matz. Remember, he was only 3,100 yesterday. He still only got three points. He's he's in, a, he's in a funk. So just remember that. But against Matz at 4K, that's a really good spot there. Chirinos versus Brett Anderson. If you aren't using Brett Anderson, Chirinos at 4K is in play. And then in Coors, if you aren't going to Tyler Anderson, Austin Hedges at 3,900 bucks. I can definitely get behind that as well. Dropping farther down for you, though, you got the likes of maybe a Jan Gomes at 36 if you want to get there. Uh, Nick Hundley, if he's starting a catcher for Steven Matz, 3600 I could definitely see that as well. Uh, farther down you go, like a Danny Jansen versus Bundy. We know Bundy gives up more homers than almost anybody in baseball. Danny Jansen's got some pop there for the Toronto Blue Jays at 3500 I can definitely appreciate that spot there as well. But Salvi Perez against Blake Snell, if for some reason you want to be contrarian, he's 3400 bucks. I'm not going to be fading Blake Snell, but if you want to go there, if you're mass entering, I get it. I really do. Uh, Alex Avila, if he's in the starting lineup for the D-backs, he's 3,300 versus Pena. I can see that as well. Uh, Martin Maldonado at 33 versus Mike Leak is a decent option at this price point as well. Michael Perez of Tampa Bay at 3,100 versus Sparkman. Sparkman, a lot of contact. Talked about him his last start. Lots of contact. He gives up fly balls. So Perez at 31 could be a good look for you as well. Going down to the 3K and below range, like a Sandy Leone at 2,900 versus Bieber. Bieber's been very good. He's also a pitch-to-contact guy at times. So a Sandy Leone at 29 could be sneaky. Like Bieber's minor league numbers compared to his pro numbers are very interesting. So uh, he's getting it done. It's all that really matters. All that really matters there. Uh, Caleb Joseph at 28 versus Caviglia. He's always a punt that I like at an RBI double yesterday. He rarely has that big break-the-slate type game. He does once in a while. But a lot of consistency with Caleb Joseph at 2800 bucks. Uh now that they finally just gave him everyday playing time. I like it a lot. 
A guy I played last night at 2800 bucks, and he crushed it for 11 DraftKings points. I'll go back to him tonight. Is Johnny Lucroy of the Oakland Athletics against uh, Gerardo of the Texas Rangers. When you're talking about the Oakland A's tonight, they're in a great spot yet again. A total over five uh, against Ariel Gerardo. Lefty's 429, righty's 376. A's are in a phenomenal spot yet again tonight. Uh, Johnny Lucroy at 28 is a cheap, cheap piece of that puzzle and really opens up even more for you. So go check that out, and then check your lineups and see what other value pops up. There hasn't been too many cheap, cheap guys. You get them 26 every now and again, but not as much as normal. Like So Lucroy, for now, would be the cheapest I'm going. First base, you got Goldschmidt at 53. is in a great spot there versus Pena. When you look at the D-backs, they have a total, uh, same as the A's, just about 505. Lefty's 379, righty's 308 versus Pena, but Goldie's on an absolute tear. Jesus Aguilar at 52 is in a great spot as well. Milwaukee's the second highest total on the slate just behind the Rockies. Total of 5.3. Lefty's 395. Righty's 314. Jesus Aguilar is at 5,200. He got you 11 DraftKings points last night. He's in another great spot tonight, so I can definitely dig that. Max Muncy, if he cracks the lineup at 5K, and Cody Bellinger at 49 versus Ponce de Leon are interesting spots for you there. But look at Ian Desmond at 4,800 bucks for Zach Erlin. He lost his outfit eligibility, so you have to play him at first. But lefty's 306, righty's 277 for Erlin. That's shady bullpen numbers. Don't follow that. Just play your Rockies. Ian Desmond at 48 is a really, really good play. And it's crazy he's the sixth guy down on the list today. That just tells you a lot about the pricing these days. A lot of good a lot of good offensive spots out there. Uh, Mitchie two bags at 44 versus Bieber is very, very enticing as well. CJ Crone versus Sparkman at 43. The Rays have a 4.6-ish team total. Lefty's 354, righty's 294. Uh, I'll still play some righties if I like to stack. CJ Crone will be a part of that stack at 43 if you're stacking. You don't have to stack. Uh, Anthony Rizzo at 43 versus Zimmerman is very interesting. The Cubs have a total just below 5. Lefty's 317, righty's 327. Zimmerman's been better this year, but still a $4,300 Rizzo. He's like the 15th first baseman down the list. An outstanding spot there. You got Jose Martinez of the St. Louis Cardinals at 43 against the lefty Ryu. Martinez went deep yesterday uh, off of Alex Wood. Alex Wood got bull, just blasted. Uh, lefty's 329, righty's 252 off Ryu. Small sample. He's been out most of the year, so remember that. But uh, Jose Martinez does have a ton of power versus lefties. He's 4300 bucks, so you can go that direction if you want. As normal, on a 15-game slate, first base will be stupid loaded. But, like, you don't have to pay up a mention Rizzo. Jose Martinez, you got Yonder Alonso versus Ivaldi at 42. You can take a peek at Yuli Gurriel is 41 versus Girada, or against Leak. Matt Olson let all the world down yesterday. Got two draftings points. Again, the phenomenal spot tonight, 4100 bucks versus Girado. In a GPP, you got to keep running. It's like the Joey Gallo syndrome. He's in a phenomenal spot to go deep tonight. So keep an eye on that. Justin Smoke at 4K versus Dylan Bundy. Awesome spot there. Uh, sliding down some more, though, like a Josh Bell's only 39 versus Gossman. It's very, very interesting. I had a weird <laughs> dream that Josh Bell was going deep tonight. I don't know why. I'm not even just making that up. I really did last night. It was very weird. So maybe Josh Bell has a huge night versus Kevin Gossman. I have no idea. That was very, very bizarre. Uh, Kendrick Morales double dong last night. We had a couple guys in the chat all over him. He had 32 points last night, 17 in the game of four, a three, a 10, a nine, a zero, and eight. We talked about how well he's been hitting of late. Uh, $3,800 against Dylan Bundy is a great play for Kendrick Morales. Probably a little chalkier tonight compared to last time, but still a 15-game slate. Shouldn't be too bad. Uh, Toronto has a 4-9 total. It's like seventh highest on the slate. Lefty's 398 off Dylan Bundy. So Morales at 30, 38 is a great cheapie. Uh, Jake Bowers at 38 can be in play for you as well. Um, Matt Adams, if he's at a good spot in the order versus Vinny Velasquez at 37, I don't hate that as either. 
Um, you go down farther, maybe Justin Bohr gets a start at 36. You can go that direction. But you probably don't need to go that past Morales at 38, to be to be totally honest about it here. And then there's always uh, big Chris Davis down here if you want to punt the position and pray for a, a long ball. Let's go over to second base. His first base was loaded. Remember, I, I can't be in the here all day talking to you guys, so come to the Slack chat and if you need more specific questions on these players. It's just a first look to give you an idea of where to go. Second base, you got DJ LeMahieu against Erland. Very intriguing at 5,100. can definitely understand that one. Javi Baez at 47 is outstanding for Zimmerman. like that quite a bit. Travis Chavers Romano is great. Second base, third base, 4,600 bucks. He went deep yesterday, 16 DraftKings points last night. Another great spot for uh, against Romano. Ozzy Albies at 45 is very intriguing. Jed Lowry at 44 versus Gerardo as well. Both good spots for you there. As you drop down to the lower area, you got the likes of uh, maybe a Daniel Murphy to be contrarian versus Velasquez at 42. I don't hate that at all. Uh, Cesar Hernandez at 41. Mentioned him. Uh, Brian Dozier, 41. Joey Wendell, I like a lot at 4K versus Sparkman because he'll go so overlooked. Middle of the order, playing very, very well. Um, it's not like a you know you have to play a Joey Wendell, but that's one of those super contrarian plays. Like if you're going to be chalky somewhere else, you play a guy like Joey Wendell. And that's why I say I really like him. It's not like... Obviously, there's plays that are better than Joey Wendell, but if you want to be contrarian, you look at something like that. Jed Jericho versus Hungjin Ryu at 4K. We know Jericho versus lefties. He's second base, third base eligible. Willie Adamas at 39 versus Sparkman if he's in a good spot in the order. I look that direction as well. Johnny VR, that's the power of VR. Like He can give you complete duds, or he can do what he did in like his first two at-bats. He got you 17 points because he stole two bags, scored a run, and that's just the way Johnny, Johnny V works. His last few games, 17 3, 25, 0, 23, 5, 5. So you don't know what you're going to get with Johnny, but he's got that upside at 3800 bucks. Uh, if you need something like that. A little farther down here at second base, like Alberto Mondesi, only if you're getting weird versus Snell at 37. I can see that as an option. Um, other than that, it looks like second base is drying up today. Uh, David Fletcher versus Corbin at uh, 3100 for the Angels. I can get that as a punt play. Second base, third base eligible. Logan Forsythe at 3K, second base, third base versus Kopech. I could look at that as a value as well. Going over to the third base position, you have Jose Ramirez at 6K versus Yavaldi's outstanding, but give me all the Nolan Arenado at $5,700 versus Robbie Erlin. All of the Nolan Arenado. This is the play. Uh, you got Muncy, we liked the 5K. Talked about him already. Miguel Andujar has been crushing baseball. He's up to $4,900. Bucks. I, like, I can dig that. Same with Eugenio Suarez. Had a big night again last night. He keeps playing well at 4800 bucks. And same with Alex Bregman. It's a loaded position. So if you don't want to go to Arenado, you got Andy Harf sub-5. Suarez sub-5. Bregman at 47. You got Villanueva and Coors who crashes lefties. You got Travis Shaw at 46. Love them all. Third base, first base. Absolutely loaded. Um, play home run derby, basically. But uh, all great spots. Eduardo Escobar at third base shortstop at 45 is in play for you. Matty Chapman at 45. Love him again tonight. Batting second in that lineup. Got you that double his first at bat, then nothing. But uh, another good spot here versus Gerardo for Matt Chapman at 45. Mike Moustakas in a great spot versus Sal Romano here. Um, the Brew Crew are going to be very, very good tonight uh, against Sal Romano. I think it's a great spot for them. But going on down even farther down, closer to 4K, I can switch it and jerk some pro far at 42. Third base shortstop eligible. Johan Camarga, third base shortstop at 41. You can look at those. I mentioned Jed Jericho at 4K already. Going sub 4K now. Uh, Adrian Belcher at 39, you can. I'd rather, he's just so inconsistently bad. Like, he'll have his one game here and there, so I just choose to ignore it all. 
Uh, Kyle Seeger at 37, if you need to. Colin Moran at 37 could be okay. I can understand that one. A Brett Anderson versus Tanaka at 36 kind of as a one-off. Um, other than that, like David Boats down here at 3,400 could be a value play for you if you need to save some cash as well. And a Taylor Ward, only 3K for the Angels versus Corbin. I can understand that as well. Going over to shortstop, Trevor Story at home versus a lefty, 1500 bucks, Lock and load. You got Frankie Lindor at 57. It's pretty solid as well. Uh, D. Gregorius is day-to-day. If you crack the lineup at 49, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Bregman at 47. Talked about him already. Javi Baez at 47. like both of them a ton. Jose Peraza keeps getting it done. I played him on Sunday. Didn't play him yesterday. Only two drafting points yesterday. But playing really, really well of late. If you're stacking the Reds, you play Jose Peraza. You don't one-off Peraza. You stack Peraza. Uh, Escobar at 45, I can get behind. Mentioned him already, Eduardo Escobar. Sliding down a little farther, like Freddie Galvis, 43 versus Anderson. If you're stacking the Padres, then you can use a little Freddie Galvis. It's okay if power is definitely showing up. Marcus Simeon at 42, I I like that. He's been playing really well in the middle of that A's order. Again, Profar at 42. Jorge Polanco, 41 versus uh, Kopech is interesting. Camargo at 41 as well. Uh, Elvis Andrus against Brett Anderson at 4K could be in play for you. Mentioned uh, Willie Adamas at 39. Ahmed Rosario at 39 is also a really solid play. He's been crushing baseballs. Seven more DraftKings points last night, averaging 12.8 in his last 10. So Ahmed Rosario at 39 is a nice cheaper shortstop option on a, a, a position that's been very, very top-heavy price-wise of late. Again, Alberto Mondesi at 37 if you want to be super contrarian, which I'm not digging for Snell. Um... Other than that, maybe Anderson Simmons, 3300 versus Corbin. The Angels are priced down really low. Corbin's been very good, but be careful. Then Ari Adrianza, 3100 bucks. If he cracks the Twins lineup, it's a good punt for you there as well. Going to the outfield position on a 15-game slate, it's going to be chaos. You got the, the, the Red Sox outfielders all in play. Pick who you want. I'm not even going to break that down anymore. They're always the top five. Acuna's in a really interesting spot there with Nova. But Hunter Renfro's day-to-day. If he's in the lineup at 54, he's worth the play. David Peralta is crushing baseballs. He's 5300 bucks. We'll go super overlooked. The D-backs have a five total, the same as the A, like we talked about. And lefties, 379 on Felix Pena. So David Peralta, 53, is an outstanding play tonight. Will Myers and Coors, yeah. Christian uh, Yellick went deep yesterday. He's in a great spot again tonight at 5200 bucks. Keep an eye on him for sure. Charlie Blackman at 51, I like a lot as people see that lefty-lefty and go away. I think it's a great spot because you're going to get a lot of Padres bullpen. A lot. You should. So Blackman at 51. Okay, with the Chris Davis. Crush. Crushed one last night. He's just crushing baseballs everywhere right now. Averaging 12.3 his last 10. Uh, 19, 33, 16 his last 3. And another great spot versus Gerardo tonight. So give me some more Crush Davis in a great, great spot tonight. David Dahl at 49 is very interesting in his matchup versus Erlin. Uh, you got Aaron Hicks at 49, AJ Pollock at 49, both very intriguing as well. Uh, you go down a little farther, maybe a Reese Hoskins versus Tanner Work at 46, or a Juan Soto at 46 versus Velasquez can get behind both of those. If you're stacking at Tampa Bay, Malik Smith at 46 is in play for you as well. Lorenzo Kane, love it because people want all the lefties versus Romano. Kane's been playing great at 13 more points last night. He's averaging 10 a game in his last 10. I love some Lorenzo Kane, especially in cash games. But with the GPP upside of the stack, uh, Kane at 46, very good-looking play there. Uh, Justin Upton at 45 versus Corbin is intriguing. The Angels are in a tough spot versus Corbin tonight, but uh, uh, he is very, very gullible in the past to lefty to right-handed bats this year. He's done much better versus righties. 
but his career has struggled. So Jay up at 45 in a GPP, I can understand. Uh, a little farther down, maybe like a Michael Conforto at 44 versus Stratton. Stratton's been really, really bad this year. The Grandy Man at 43 versus Bundy in her GPPs. You get to go there. Cargo at 43 versus Erland. I like that as well. So some good $4,300 price tags right there. The farther down you go, maybe a, a Steven Souza at 42 if you're stacking the D-backs. Uh, Nelson Cruz, not tonight. Billy Hamilton's been heating up. He's 42 versus Garrett if you want to go that direction. He has been heating up quite a bit. Uh, McCutcheon at 42 versus Steven Matz is in play. McCutcheon does hit lefties very, very well. So at 4200 bucks, you, you could do much worse there. Nick Williams at 41 versus Tanner Ward. We know the power Nick Williams has versus Ryan at pitching, so keep an eye on that one. Um, get to the, the 4K level now. Like a jock jams at 4,100 versus Ponce de Leon can be very, very interesting. Greg Allen's been leading off for Cleveland. If he's leading off at 4K, I can get behind it. 16 more points yesterday. Averaging 9 in his last 10. If he's leading off, I like Greg Allen quite a bit. If he's not, not so much. But keep him in mind at that 4K range. Uh, Daniel Palka versus Barrios in a GPP. Max Kepler at 4K. He was my cover boy yesterday. He went ding-dong city. 22 DraftKings points. He's at 4K in a really good spot again tonight against Kopech. I know Kopech's great, but he's also probably going to go five, maybe six innings, and then you get into that White Sox bullpen. So uh, Kepler at 4K can be very interesting. Twins will go super low because no one wants to fade Kopech. I think it's a great spot to play some Twins if you're multi-entering. Just want to throw that out there. Perella, Margot, and Coors at 4K. Sure, I can understand that. Uh, C-Dick. Corey Dickerson at 4,000 versus Gossman. If he's leading off versus Gossman, I think that's an outstanding play as well. If you're not using Gossman, it's really, really nice. Tommy Pham's only 3,900 versus Sparkman. I like that quite a bit as well. It's a value of Pham who's kind of struggling in his new roots, but I get it. Marcelo Zuna, 3,900 versus Ryu. Very good spot there versus a lefty. A little bit rare is only 38 versus Rourke. He's struggling a ton, but that's some nice value for you there too. If you're fading Tanner Rourke or just looking for a value bat. Uh, the farther down we go, like a Derek Dietrich at 38, maybe, versus Tanaka if you're one-offing it. An Ian Happ at 37 versus Zimmerman, I can get behind that. Tony Kemp at 37 versus Leak, if you're doing a little stackage there. Nick Martini leading off for the A's at 37 versus Gerardo. Definitely somebody you can look at there. Uh, farther down you go now, like a Josh Reddick, 3,600 versus Leak, gives you some value versus a very up-and-down pitcher and a team that should score some runs tonight, so I can see that. Kiermeyer at 35, which he was higher in the order, but still not bad. Uh, Mason Williams, 35 versus Guerra, could be a GPP play. Austin Slater at 35, first base outfield eligible for the Giants if he's in a good spot in the order at 35. Steven Piscotti, I loved him yesterday. He had a huge game, 26 DraftKings points. He's 3,500 tonight for the A's versus Toronto. I think it's a great spot for, for Piscotti, a nice value play for you there. Another guy, Rafael Ortega, I've been playing him quite a bit yesterday. Uh, this love late. 9.1 points on his last 10 on average. 18 points last night. Uh, speed gets on base, scores some runs for the Marlins. He's leading off a lot. He's 3,500 versus Tanaka. If you need a one-off, I can get behind that. Uh, farther down we go, though. Uh, Fran Mill Reyes and Coors at 34 is crazy. Crazy GPP value. Uh, a little farther down. Like a Marvin Gonzalez, we were all over him last night at 35. He's outfield shortstop eligible. He's up to 33 tonight, so I'll take that. He had 28 points last night. He's averaging 8.4 his last 10. Give me all the Marwin at 3,300 bucks. Like he should be in every cash game and a lot of GPPs for value. Outfield shortstop Marwin Gonzalez, 3,300 bucks for Michael Leak. Uh, the Astros have a team total of da, 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 where'd you go? Oh, 
4.5. Lefty's 3.94. Righty's 3.34 off Mike Leake. So yes, give me Marwin Gonzalez at 3,300 bucks. That is bad pricing. Gorky Hernandez 33 for Steven Matz. If you need another value play, Jake Cave. I talked about him yesterday. We used him as value. He got us 22 DraftKings points. He's 3,200 bucks tonight. He's as long as he's this cheap, I really don't care even who's on the mound. He's worth a punt if you need one because there's not as many punts as we used to have. So he's in play for you uh, in this game if you need him. Other than that, check your lineups and see what come out. But Marwin at 33 is criminal. You got Kave at 32 as well. Gorky Hernandez at 32. So definitely some options for you there. Recap on the pitching real quick. Up top, you got Blake Snell. Really outstanding spot. Uh, Barrios, not bad against the White Sox. And Tanaka at 10-2, I think it's your best value in the, uh, the 9K and above range. So definitely go that way. Yeah, Hendricks by himself at 86. The middle, the 7K range is wishy-washy with Kopech, Gossman, and Velasquez. All usable. Gossman's probably my favorite in the group. Kopech's the best. If he has a Kopech game, he is the best in that group. And then down below, Tyler Anderson and Coors. Outstanding at 69. Gaviglio at 68 versus Baltimore is great. Uh, Matt's is GPP only if you want to roll the dice. And then Brett Anderson at 57 in another good spot versus the Texas Rangers. Uh, your bats, obviously Coors in play. Uh, the Brew Crew versus Sal Armando, we talked about them quite a bit. The Red Sox are always worth a look, but the A's versus Dorado, absolutely love them. The D-backs versus Pena, very intriguing. The Cubs were cheaper than they, they usually are against Zimmerman. Uh, the lefty Blue Jay bats versus Bundy, I really like that as well. And so on and so forth. On a slate like this, you the Rays are sneaky. Uh, the Astros are going to be really, really good. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots to like on the slate. The birthday boys, I didn't read them off all at once because there's a lot of them. Uh, Derek Fisher's back in AAA, so he doesn't count. Luke Weaver's not pitching today. Brandon Drury, not sure he's playing for Toronto. Mason Williams of the Reds, he's an interesting one. Christian Vasquez is on the DL for the Red Sox. Adrianza, mentioned him as a punt. It's his birthday. And then the one, the only, J.D. Martinez, birthday boy special. So go check that out. Let's talk about your BVP real quick on this slate. Wilmer Defoe, Bryce Harper, Ryan Zimmerman, Daniel Murphy, and Anthony Rendon. Have all taken Vince Velasquez deep. Jorge Alfaro, 5 for 7 with a double and a homer off Rourke. Hoskins, 4 for 11, 2 doubles and a homer. Odebel Herrera, 15 for 36, 5 doubles and a homer. Adriel Cabrera's gone deep. Justin Bohr, 3 times off Tanner Rourke. As a team, they're hitting 301 off Tanner. Uh, David Freak's taking Gossman deep. Dick Marquegas, 14 for 42, 4 doubles and a homer off Nova. That's not bad. Uh, Young Gomes, 4 for the double off Iavaldi. Uh, Jason Hayward, 6 for 17, 2 doubles and a homer off Zimmerman. Rizzo is 5 for 12 with a double and a homer off Zimmerman as well. 4 to 300 bucks for Rizzo. Pretty darn cheap for that talent level. Uh, da, da, da. Ryan Braun, 6 for 13, 2 doubles and a homer off Romano. Keon Broxton, Travis Shaw, Eric Thames have all taken Romano deep. Eugenio Suarez, 4 for 6, 3 doubles and a homer off Guerra. Jose Peraza and Billy Hamilton have both taken Guerra deep as well. Uh, Yomer Sanchez, Breu, Lurie Garcia have taken Barrios deep. As a team hitting a buck seventy-five off Barrios, that is bad. Nolan Arenado five for ten with a double and a homer off Robbie Erlin. Blackman four for eight, the double and a triple. Desmond three for seven with a double. Lemayhu four for eleven. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Freddie Galvez seven for fifteen with a double and a triple off Tyler Anderson. Christian Villanueva and Austin Hedges have taken Anderson deep. Adrian Beltre seven for twenty-two with a double and two homers off Brett Anderson. Elvis Andrews seven for twenty-two with a homer. Uh, Mike Zanino, two homers off Brad Peacock. Ryan Healy and Kyle Seager both taking him deep. Alex Bregman, four for six with two doubles off a leak. Evan Gaddis, two home runs off a leak. 
So there you have it, guys. An absolutely loaded 15-game slate. Loaded, loaded, loaded. Tons of ways to go. I recommend coming to the Slack chat, asking all the questions you want. I will break it down in there for you as best I can. And if I can, there's tons of guys to help in there. So come join us there. Check us out on Twitter at thesportsdegens, thesportsdegens.com. The Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast dropped last night. Myself and Jesse previewing the Northern Trust. Really good stuff there. It's a fun podcast. Uh, there'll be more golf content out this week. We have fantasy football stuff out there from uh, Coop Fiasco and, and Ben Cameron right now. We'll have more coming up in that department. Tons going on. Baseball stuff's out there from the usuals. Max and, and Andrew and Dana and all that great stuff. So come check us all out. Uh, I'm on Twitter at BDintric. Go give us a rating and review. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, August 21st edition. I'm out.